Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program... Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Hello, everyone. How are you out there? I hope it's a beautiful day wherever you are and that you're thoroughly enjoying whatever you're doing and that you're ready to listen. This is a new adventure. I'm adding it to the program, and I hope that it's something that you find beneficial. These will be, once a month, there will be a segment called Lessons from Second Wind Successes. And these are lessons that we learn as we go through our transitions in life. So, it's going to be different subjects every time. And I think you will find benefit from being here. Today, we're going to talk about the focus on authenticity, seeing and living more of who you really are. That's really why we're here, folks, to live why you were here. My name is Joyce Buford, as you know, and I am the president of Second Wind with Joyce. I am a coach and a facilitator, and an author. Next month, I will be releasing my new book, which is Effortless Success, Effortless Happiness. Let's get that name right. And I'll be glad to share all that information with you as it comes available. Today, we're going to explore several key points around this concept of authenticity, and living a more authentic life. During the show, we're going to cover what is authenticity and why do we struggle with being more, why do we struggle with it? What causes us to live our lives in inauthentic ways? There are some major influences as work here and they start very young in our lives, shaping us. Then we're going to study also hear about the differences between our public persona and our true character. And then finally, what we can do to increase our willingness to be more authentic with others and in our lives. So ready? Okay, we're going to continue discovering. Let's start with a simple fact. We all struggle to be more authentic, whether we realize it or not. This struggle comes from a deep desire that we have to express ourselves more fully and have the others do the same for us. But the realistic, realistically we face in, in, instead is that it's often easier to remain and behave in less authentic ways rather than risk 
letting others see and experience who we really are. Our examination of authenticity must then begin with us, first looking at the reasons why people don't want others to see and experience who they really are. Now, I'm going to give you three examples of three different groups of people. I'm going to kind of group them together. The first would be, and I want you to decide in your mind, which one of these groups do you belong in? The tape dispenser. People get stuck in roles they play. They play the same roles over and over and over. Then there is the padlock. People feel insecure about expressing their true selves, especially their faults and failings. Sound familiar? The third one would be the robot. People become robotic in living out their lives and lose their individuality in the process. Mm, Don't want that. So, if you identified yourself in one of these, I would like for you to understand that there's no really right or wrong going over here. There's not a correct answer as to which one is right or wrong. You know, we're just human. We're all trying to make this journey the best we can. But the best reason... the best thing we can do for ourselves is to start recognizing the wide range of reasons that being more authentic is a challenging position proposition for most of us and it's things that we really didn't have any control over information messages that we got very early in life some of the key points that we're going to make is that it often feels like we can't truly be authentic because it means we risk having others judge us or even worse, reject us. Ah, that hurts. We all had those high school romances where we were rejected and we still carry some of that pain from that very original rejection. In the end, it seems easier just to be quiet try to fit in, and hide who we are, really. Don't attempt to live more authentically with around or be around others that do that. Still, we want to be more authentic. But at the same time, being more authentic seems very, very scary. Hmm. <laughs> If we want to live authentically, my friends, we must move past fear, the fear that comes up. You know, there's an acronym for fear. It's called, uh, woo, it's called false emotions appearing real. False emotions appearing real. So when you get, when you get fearful, think that that's what's happening. It's false, whatever it's happening. It's false messages. Our ability to move past this fear is not just a one-time thing we can fix. It's an ongoing, continuing process, not a one-time occurrence. But I will tell you 
that every time you face a fear, call it out for what it is and find that it's based on nothing but fantasy. You become stronger in the next situation. So let's begin the process of becoming more authentic by taking an honest assessment of hitting hidden selves. Authenticity. It's often misunderstood because, admittedly, it is difficult to define. But most important, authenticity is misunderstood because we aren't always willing to take an honest look at our hidden selves. Right? I know I haven't been. I've tried other things to escape having to do that dirty deed. But I'd like for you to vision this. We're going to use the metaphor of an iceberg. Okay, can you visualize? It kind of looks like a diamond with jagged edges. Um, And it's instead of the diamond being flat, it's kind of rounded on the top. So you have an iceberg. Now, we're going to use this as a metaphor to explore the concept of authenticity can be found in the image of this iceberg, where the iceberg's tip can be seen above the surface, and the rest of the iceberg, the majority of it, lies hidden beneath the water's surface. Now, people often go about life in a similar fashion, showing only a small part of their true identity and hiding everything else. It's amazing. We're all so similar. To become more authentic will require us to make an effort to lower our water level and share more of who we really are. I ask you three questions. Question number one, What's down below your waterline that you don't want to share with others? Probably failures and disappointments. Maybe you've experienced bankruptcy, guilt and shame. Maybe you went through a divorce, fears and insecurities, fired from a job, weaknesses and embarrassments, resentments and jealousies, Oh, I hate to admit I can get jealous. These are all things that we feel are bad. They're bad that we do this. And it's understandable why we wouldn't want them to be revealed, right? But the ice but let's looking at the iceberg, you have to notice that there are dark edges and there are light edges. And there are many good things, positive things in our iceberg that we don't share. These would be positive things about us that we keep hidden. Why do we keep them hidden? Question one, if we think about yourself more deeply, what positive trait can be found below your waterline? And question number three, what do you think keeps these positive qualities from being revealed or expressed? 
These are could be hopes, visions, accomplishments, and future goals. They're exciting, and they're like childlike curiosity, all valuable contributors to our positive side. Now, we're going to take a brief break here, but over the break, I hope you'll make a list, if not written down, that you'll make a list of the positive qualities that you have so that when we talk about them and we come back, you can be right on to the target. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? And generally, people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now, here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking about authenticity today, focusing on your authenticity. And we've talked about the, the iceberg, the metaphorical iceberg. And the, the upper above the water is those, that's our reality. And below the iceberg, which takes up about three-fourths of this um, iceberg, is what's hidden in our subconscious and so today we're talking about when we try to hide and we realize there are some things that we don't want other people to know about us. We don't even share those sometimes with our families or our loved one, hopefully not. But we do have all of us have those situations and beliefs of failures versus great accomplishment accomplishments. For a long time, my example would be my voice. I love singing, but I was afraid to tell people I wanted to sing, that I had sung, that I even had a voice that could sing. And so I have found through my radio work and with speaking the great fulfillment of realizing my voice, and I share it much more than I used to. 
part of becoming more authentic with myself and with others. Now, what gets in the way of us sending a consistent personality about who we really are? What does it mean to live from the inside out? What's inside us is valuable to share because it's what sets us apart from any other person in the human race. What happens to our deeply held values and core beliefs when we spend so much time and effort and energy hiding our dark and light edges, our good and our bad, below the waterline? So some of the key points as we move forward is being authentic means being willing to openly and honestly share all of ourselves with others, both good and bad. If you look up the definition of authenticity in the dictionary, you will see the concept described as the quality of being genuine. I like to call genuine being real. How many people do you know are real? They show their hurts, their toughness, their mad, their anger. All of it is just there for you to see. Fundamentally, being more authentic is more fully expressing all of who you really are. And this includes both the light and the dark. Now, some of the benefits, why would you want to be more authentic? Well, we are all much more vulnerable when we're authentic. There's no denying that fact at all. It takes courage. Still, isn't risking a little vulnerability worth the potential gain of becoming more confident in yourself? more willing to pursue your passions, free of other people's opinions. Oh, how that has kept us locked in our boxes. More connected with yourselves than others, more in a state of peace of mind, and more accepting and appreciative of your true self. Now we're going to move into some major influences that have kept us living in the unauthentic life. So, why is it hard to be authentic? Well, to answer that question, let's explore the more difficult influences in our lives that are not conducive to being truly authentic. Well, there are three of them. And the first one we're going to talk about is the people we grow up with. The people around us, families, friends, People that influence us, teachers, they don't teach us to be authentic. They do not tell us what being authentic means or why it's necessary. And I'm not even sure they know. Because they are kind of moving from their growing up years through their life. Hopefully by the time in their later years, they've, they've acquired some knowledge as to the value of being authentic. But they also want us to fit in so they can be accepted by society. So they can be and so we can be accepted by society. 
So how many times have you gone to a party or to some function and your parents said to you, now I want you to behave this way and I want you to be this person and that's not you at all. We all have that. That's part of growing up. And parents, quite honestly, believe that as a parenting tool that is helping their child. And I'm not really saying it's not, but it's part of what creates some of that illusion about who we are, what we are, are we living authentically. Secondly, in most families, even normal functioning ones, (laughs) family members play specific roles based on years of unconscious thoughts, feelings, and behaviors within their own family unit. Third, given that we all need the love and approval and acceptance of family members and friends, we let the expectation of others determine who we are, what we can do, how we think we should be. This particularly shows if it up if you're an artistic person and you're growing up in a family that is very structured. And you look around and you say, I don't believe, I don't think I belong in this group, right? They don't like me. They don't like what I do. And so all of a sudden we're doubting ourselves. We're not sure of who we are. And there's lots of hostility and difficult times in a relationship like that. Albert Einstein has this quote that if you try to make a fish climb a tree, he will live his life, his entire life, thinking he is stupid. Hmm, interesting, right? All right, the first one was influence. The second, the first one was the people that we are around. The second one is the culture. Our society, school, and the media doesn't really encourage us to spread our wings and fly and express ourselves in a real way. Schools, educational systems don't encourage people to really think for themselves or express emotions. Instead, students are taught to follow rules, absorb information, and adhere to social norms. Good boys don't do that. Good girls don't act like that. The media. Most of what the media feeds us is superficial and filled with negative messages about what's wrong with everything and everyone in the world. The average My friends, the average video time, TV time for a a child 2 to 11 is 24 hours a day almost. Little kids are put on video. They're put on as mommy drives down the road, as mommy wants a babysitter, mommy turns to videos. Not a good idea. Age 35 to 49, we spend 33 hours. To make it simple, the average American watches five hours of TV per day. And let's look at what's on there. Messages of negative, of um, struggle, of killing. of It's just morbid. When you consider how many hours of the television the average person watches each week, that's a lot of exposure to messages that tell us that success and happiness can only be achieved by embracing what's popular and fashionable. 
Have you ever watched the Hollywood channels? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Then there are the messages from ourselves. Finally, we ourselves keep us from being authentic. This might sound contradictory, but here's what I'm going what's going on. Each of us has an internal critic constantly telling us that who we are isn't good enough. Whether you want to try something new or open up to someone else, your critic is right there to tell you not to do it. Your critic then quickly points out your weaknesses and reminds you of how you will likely fail and embarrass yourself if you take this course of action. If you ask that stupid question in a classroom or in a workshop. Your critic isn't interested in you succeeding, but only in maintaining the status quo of where you are. The critic pretends it is there to protect us, but its only desire is to keep us small. That's why we end up allowing our minds to believe what our critic says, such as, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? Everyone will laugh at you if you do that. Remember the last time you tried something like that? And what a mess you made of it. Why do you always say and do such stupid things? Who do you really think you are? All of these accusation statements stymie you from being your authentic self. And as we know, being critical of ourselves ultimately leads to doubt and self-imposed limitations. How can we ever become more authentic if we believe we are not good enough to begin with? We spend so much mental and emotional energy believing what our critic tells us about who we are. Our ability to be ourselves and live more authentic lives is directly related to awareness of when and how we're being inauthentic. Interesting, don't you think? How many of you have the should game going on in your life? You should be sleeping more. You should be eating healthier. You should be going to college. The should, should, should. Make your list. And circle the two that bother you the most. And when we come back from this break, we can talk just briefly about the shoulds. Should you be moving forward in your life? Well, if you listen to that little voice, that little voice is going to say, well, maybe not. I don't want to risk. I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to make a mistake. But that's how you grow, my friends. That's how you move forward in your life. You stop the should game and you become the authentic self. You don't reinforce our feelings of inadequacy. So we'll be back after the break to consider and continue focusing on authenticity. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Well, we are focusing on authenticity today, and this is our first series of the success series that I'm starting lessons from Second Wind Successes. And so I'm having a great time talking about valuable information that we all live with and we don't understand what's going on. So we've just talked about the iceberg, the the small part that we allow people to see of who we really are, and the big area of our subconscious that's underneath the water of the um, iceberg is floating in water. And so we're discussing some of those topics that keep us playing small. We've talked about our environments. And also, we're talking about how many of us live with this word, should. It's just amazing how that word can change our life, keep us playing smaller. You know, you say, uh, you should get more sleep. You should eat healthier. You should spend less time watching television. You should go to college. You should get a job. You should encourage yourself to make this list. And be aware, in your normal day, how many times are you using this word? I'd like for you to circle and become aware of the top five that you do. I'd like for you to also know that these influence your thoughts. And they also send another message to you. That's really, really important. And that's the underlying message. When we try to change us, when others try to change us by using the word, you should, you should, and soon we take them on as I should, I should, this reinforces our feelings of inadequacy. When we feel inadequate, we aren't going to try to be more authentic. We aren't going to try to show who we are. We aren't going to try to experience new things. We're going to try to fit in. 
and to get along and to not rock the boat. The influences of people in society can make it difficult for us to do and say what is true for us. Even our own personal issues can stop us from being, doing, and saying what is true. If we want to be more alive, more authentic, we have to first become aware of and take full responsibility for the influence of the other people, culture, and even our own personal views of ourselves. Now, as we move forward, we're going to talk about creating a public persona that we believe will help us make it in life. We all do that. We all want to fit in. We all want to be accepted by others. So we create this public persona. This persona is yet another thing that gets in the way of us expressing who we really are. People, you are special. And you are special because of you. You came to this earth with your special talents. The way you spin it is the what sets you apart from any other person on this earth. Your fingerprints are the only ones on earth. And you have your own unique style of delivering your message. We all explore different the difference between our true self and the facade we put in front of others in just a moment. In any minute that we're caught off guard, that we're uncomfortable, we try to think, oh, well, what would be acceptable? How can I fit in with this group? But first, I want to make you aware of a very special offer. It's already been shared with you. And the beginning is always finding out where you are. Where do you start? What makes you different? Why do you believe the way you do? And what do you believe? So the offer that you just heard about going to Free Gift with Joyce to sign up for your core values is finding out what you believe in. And what are the top five things that you believe that you believe and you run your life with? That's how important those values are. We all have them. But very few of us spend the time to identify what they are. They will run the show for us. If I believe I'm honest, I am honest. And that shows up in every decision I make. If I think I love adventure, I love adventure. I go on adventure things. I don't like the norm. I'll reach for excitement and adventure. But that's unique. That's what makes me unique, that I can combine my honesty with my adventure and the other qualities. In that practice, we do, we find your top five values. I can do it with you individually, or you can try and go through on the recording. As well, that's part of my book that will be coming out in a month or so. So, take time to Joyce. Go to either freegiftfromjoyce.com. Give me your name. I have to know how to contact you. Or you can go to Joyce Buford Empowers and sign up for my uh, newsletter and contain to stay connected to me. 
I want to hear from you. I want to be somehow involved in helping you make your transformation. All right, moving on into our, how we go into our persona versus the character. We all have invented phony ways of being and acting in life as a means of surviving and getting by. Many times we'll find that when we hang out with different groups, you're at church, you're one way, at a your drinking group, you're another way, at a social group, you're another way. How many personalities do you have? These are called your personas. <laughs> How many personas do you have? The character is the real you. All right. We've created a public persona to cover up what we don't want people to see. Just like makeup hides a blemish. You know, put it on that pimple you've got. Don't let them see that. Put it on those gray lines under your eyes. Don't let them see that. The problem with this is that it's difficult to be authentic when we are at the same time pretending to be someone else. I've been there myself, my friends. And it was when I took off that cover that I began to realize what a gem I could be. It is helpful to keep in mind what being authentic looks like compared to being a public persona we project. Character is defined as the essence of who you are. Persona is defined as the eternal personality we've created. The problem with this is that we restrict what can enter into us or what can be expressed by us. This inevitably leads us to stagnation in our personal growth and development. It also means that we are spending more energy protecting ourselves from external stressors, internal fears, perceived limitations, and personal inadequacies. So external stressors, you know, dressing them like I want to be to fit in, um, making the grades, um, driving the right car, attending the right church, going to the right social. Those are external stressors, internal fears. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not poor enough. I'm just not enough. Perceived limitations. I'm not smart enough to be a college student. I'm not smart enough to reach for what I want, to be on the radio, to write my book. I'm not smart enough. Who would want to know about me? Personal inadequacies. Oh my goodness. I just named several that are crossovers there. When we allow our character to be primary and our persona to be secondary, we allow more to enter into us and more to be expressed by us. This means we are spending more energy living from authenticity and in an authentic place of potential and possibilities. There's nothing to protect 
So everything contributes to personal growth and development. Now that we're aware of the differences between public persona and our true character, let's identify more clearly what our public persona looks like and what we are trying to hide behind. It's like a mask we wear, a mask that says, I believe that I belong in this group. I have a persona Having a persona is like a survival technique. It's what we want to be known as instead of who we really are in an effort to avoid criticism and rejection. And it's best a persona can be the good impression we wish to present to others. At its worst, it can be mistaken for our true nature. What a job that is to keep up a false persona. Sometimes we end up believing we are our persona, which makes it difficult, if not impossible, for us to be authentic. How many times have you been in a group, you've looked around, and you said, Wow, I don't belong here. These people don't have the same values I do. They don't care about what I do. They really don't have the same values I do. They don't know who they are. So how am I trying to fit in with them? All of this are all of these things are decisions that you in your transformation must decide on. And it all starts with finding out who the real you is, which we do by going through our values exercise. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the key points of making our values, the key points in moving from persona to reality and becoming that person that we want to be, that we were meant to be, to live. And there are such rewards in them. So we're going to take a brief break here, and we'll be back shortly to talk more about focusing on authenticity. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747.
evening in 1929, William Lear and Elmer Wavering of Quincy, Illinois, were out driving with their girlfriends. One of the girls suggested it would be even more romantic if they could listen to music. The guys liked the idea and started tinkering with installing a home radio in the car. They sold their idea to a radio manufacturing company and applied for a loan with a local banker to get production started. Thinking it might sweeten the deal, they installed one of their new radios in the banker's vehicle. Unfortunately, the banker's car caught on fire, and they didn't get the loan. They must have felt like Dunder Klumpens. Not giving up, they drove to a radio convention and sat outside in the car with the radio blasting. Soon, orders were pouring in, and taking a cue from the Victrola, because their radio was going in a car, they called it the Motorola. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking about focus. Focus on authenticity. This is the first segment of Lessons for Second Wind Successes. It's a way of learning about some of those things that keep us playing a smaller game, that keep us locked in a box, that do not, that we have learned through growing up in our different societies, that we don't have to reach out, that we don't have another life, that we don't have a life that we can shine with. We just keep playing the smaller life. We don't want to be afraid. We don't want to get uncomfortable. We don't want to grow. We just want the next day to be easy. Those are all choices that every human being has. And you can have that choice. You're entitled to it. You may have it. But there is so much out there that we are totally, totally missing about the awesomeness of each one of us. But it takes growth. It takes searching. It takes listening to quieting those voices that we've been talking about today, where we've become moved from unauthentic to full authentic. We've been talking about the personas, the public personas that we present so that we can be accepted by this group or that group, this friend or that friend that we want to be part of. And then we get there and we realize, oh, they don't fit me at all. But I'm here and I'm in this group and I want to stay because it gives me some sort of false satisfaction. Having a persona is a survival technique. It's what we want to be known as instead of who we really are in an effort to avoid criticism or rejection. What is more hurtful than being rejected by the very group that you wanted to be in? And yet we don't realize that the rejection can be a growth step. It can take us back to look at who we are, to look at what we are capable of being, what we can grow into being. At its best, a persona can be the good impression we wish to present to others. At its worst, worse, it can be mistaken for our true nature. So don't live in your persona 
Realize that you have a uniqueness that is yours, and it is wanting to be expressed. Sometimes we end up believing we are, we are our persona. Oh, mercy. Which makes it difficult, if not impossible, for us to be authentic. How many times have you walked into a, a group, met somebody new, and you just felt like it was a cookie-cutter expression that this person was sharing with you? Oh, how are you? Nice to see you. So glad you're here. Wish you could come back. Do you think that's authentic? Really? Talking to that person that looks you in the eye, that says with a handshake, or says with a simple hand on your shoulder, we're happy you're here. Thank you for coming. Is there a difference? Many times we're influenced by wanting to be in the right group, the right restaurant, the right place. And yet it's our uniqueness that sets us apart, not being part of the group. You know, becoming more authentic is not so much about what we know, but what we do, who we hang out with, who we express our love and emotions with. Mother Teresa once said, honesty and transparency make you vulnerable. Be honest and transparent anyway, even though it scares your socks off. And it may really mean that somebody might see you as a real person. Or as author and speaker John Mason has so eloquently said, you were born an original, don't die a copy. And from birth, you have been making the, your whole life has about has been about making you a copy. Now it's time for you to reclaim who you are, identify who you are, what you believe in, what you want to change, what, how you want to grow. As you go out and face the world, remember how liberating it can be for you and those around you when you have the courage to be yourself and go for what you want in life. If that group doesn't fit you anymore, then have the courage to say, thank you, I've enjoyed my stay, but it's time for me to move on. Many times in my workshops, we'll deal with who's in your group that you don't need in your group anymore. That high school friend that you've stayed with for all these years and their values have really gone in another direction from where you have gone. They have continued to stay in the high school mode You have continued to grow and become a different person. You know, it's okay to say, thanks. Want to see you occasionally, but hanging out together is not good for you. You need to focus on always staying with people that challenge you, ask you to grow, cause you to reach up higher to become a better person than you are today. Grow more. Grow in wisdom and in social skills, if that's part of who you are. As you go out and face the world, remember how liberated it can be for you and those around you 
when you have the courage to be yourself and go for what you want in life. Is that to write a book? Is that to speak on the stage? Is that to move out of a dysfunctional marriage? What is the transition that you're needing to move your life forward? Maybe it's remaking your life after you've lost your husband through death. There's so many reasons and so many causes for growth and change in these human lives of ours. It takes courage to live life with a real sense of honesty and genuineness. It takes courage to walk over to the soldier on the airplane in the airport and say thank you for your contribution. It takes courage to walk over and give a dollar, two dollars for a beggar on the street. It takes courage to step outside of what you believe thought you were, and to become the real you. This is about your life, about you being real. It requires courage, and it requires focus. Focus on things that interest you. Focus on areas of growth. I want to start a business. I had to focus on business. Not my cup of tea, but it's part of the dream. So we reach for what we need at the time. And showing the real you is letting your unique self shine. And that's so worth it. Where you stand on on the top of your dream when you realize that it's coming real, And you see all these magical things happening in your life. And you absolutely are thrilled. You're like that first birthday party when you got to mess, play in the cake. It's all of that excitement, the fun of really pure, pure excitement. So how do you start that journey? It's becoming aware of what you do every day. It's becoming aware of where your dream is, what your dream is. I had a friend once tell me, and I I learned this in one of the many workshops that I have been to over my life, and that was that I had this burning desire to, to continue singing, to get back into singing. And it required voice lessons to do that. Now, I've started and stopped for three or four times. But then there was this one woman, a young girl from, she, uh, I think she was from Spain, but we were here in the United States. And she was an opera singer. And she shared that she just continued, she didn't know I had this burning desire inside of me. And she just said, you know, I just kept, taking lessons from people until I found one that said he could teach me to sing. And that's what she did. She had rejections, 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 and she said, no, I I have this dream. I'm going to keep working toward it. That takes courage. Jack Canfield wrote his Chicken Soup for the Soul book. It was rejected at books at book conventions, going to personal visits with 
publishers. It was rejected 134 times before one man took this jump of leap of faith to sponsor this book. At that time, nobody had written a book in vignettes of positive experiences. And that's what Jack's books are about. So friends, it's very important to stay clear, to stay authentic to who you are, because you have a message to give to the world that only you can give. Isn't that powerful? I love it. I think it's so special if we can really put our mind around that that is why we are here. So I think we've made this point, acknowledging the existence of your public persona and recognizing the truth is trying to hide. Don't hide anymore. Come out. Let the world shine with you. Thank you for being with us today. I've enjoyed the opportunity to share this subject with you, and I hope you'll think about connecting with me further because we have a lot of work to do. So until next week, we'll have a guest again, and I'll look forward to talking with you at that time. Thanks for being with us today. It's been fun. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 